Hello, and welcome back to the Adventures in Marketing podcast. I am your host, Gwen Montoya. I'm a marketing strategist, and I don't think that marketing should be scary. So the way that I make marketing not scary is I work with my clients to show them easy, attainable ways to do their marketing in a way that feels good and feels natural. And this podcast is kind of an extension of that. So thank you for joining me. Today's episode is all about 10 ways to grow your email list. And I think that there's probably more than 10 ways, but these are 10 ways that make sense that you can implement right away, hopefully. And they they work. I know that these are effective and I try to really only share things that are, um, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So making marketing that scary for me is also making it effective. Let's dive into these 10 ways to grow your email list. Now, Part zero, I didn't even include this on the list. You have to have an email that's worth subscribing to. If you don't have an email that's worth subscribing to, like email me, we will get together, we will figure that out. But you cannot be promoting your email list if it's a terrible email list. If it's a crap email list that nobody wants to be on, then it's gonna be hard to grow. So let's call that step zero, is make an email list that is interesting, that has content that is relevant to your audience, It cannot just be you promoting your next sale. If the only time you reach out to your audience is to sell to them, then you're missing huge opportunities to build community. And really, every piece of marketing is just about building community. It's just that we use different tools to do it. So for email marketing, you are getting probably as close as you can get to somebody without actually sending them a text or getting on the phone with them, right? Because this is their email address. This is a thing... They do not give out to everybody. And so you have to make sure that you are not wasting their time if they subscribe to your email list. You have a responsibility to make it good. So now that I've freaked you out with all of that responsibility, let's talk about ways to grow it. Number one, you have to create an email list. You cannot send emails with a blind carbon copy to everybody in your address book. We're not going to do that. You cannot do that. Do not do that. It's a bad idea for for numerous reasons. So we're not going to do that. What I want you to do is create an account at one of the email service providers. Sometimes those are called ESPs, but let's just call them email service providers because jargon doesn't help us keep this clear. So you create an account. I Mine is at MailerLite. I really like it. It's M-A-I-L-E-R light.com. I will put the link in my show notes. This is an actual link. This is, I don't do affiliates. If I recommend something, it's because I really believe it's a really good tool. I like MailerLite. I've also used MailChimp. That's the one that most people use. That's the one most people are familiar with. I switched from MailChimp to MailerLite and like it about a thousand times more. But if you're using MailChimp and you're happy, stick with it. Um, There's Mad Mimi. There's Constant Contact. There's so many. Does it matter which one you use? Not so much. I mean, really just use the one that works for you. Use the one that you feel comfortable using. Use the one that you will actually use versus being stressed out about not being able to use it, and then you don't use it. Once you have an email list set up, and there are many tutorials online, this is not something that is incredibly difficult. It's actually going to be a lot easier than you think it is. Once you have that set up, then we need to tell people about your email list. You need to get in the habit of mentioning that you have an email list. You need to get in the habit of promoting it. And you can, like a really easy way to do that is just add the email list sign up link to your email signature in your business email. Just put it in the template and then it goes out every single time you send an email, they get an opportunity to sign up for your email list. That's number two. Number three, put a sign up option 
on your website. You need to put it on your website. Your website is your home base on the internet. So of course, the opportunity to sign up for your email list should be on your website. You can do it in a couple of different places. You can put it in the header, you can put it in the footer, you can put it in a sidebar, but you wanna make it clear what they're getting when they sign up and why they're signing up. You also want to make sure that you are respecting their privacy and following all of the laws and using an email service provider helps you do that. It makes it a little bit cleaner and a little bit clearer. One option that you can do is to put a pop-up on your website. Now, for a long time, I was very anti-pop-up. I actually did a survey of about a thousand people um, and how they interacted with, you know, business websites that they wanted to buy from and how they interacted with social media and, and all of those things. And one of the biggest complaints was pop-ups, right? So by going by that, obviously it makes sense to not ever use pop-ups on your website. However, I get more signups on my website by using a pop-up than I ever did without one. So I think it's one of those things that people love to hate, but they're also effective when used the right way. So we're going to talk about how to use them. First of all, don't make it pop up as soon as somebody gets to your site. Um, it's super annoying. Nobody knows if they want to sign up for an email list if they've just gotten to your website. So set a delay on it. Um, I like five seconds. I think that's a good one. It gives somebody a chance to look around. There are other options. You can set it to if they've scrolled to a certain part of the page, you can set up pop-ups on certain pages, but not others. So I think it's really important to think about where you want your pop-up and what you want your pop-up to do and who is most likely to sign up for it. Somebody who is on a blog post page, for example, might be more likely to sign up for your email list than on your contact page, right? So think about the pop-up and have some intentionality to it versus making it one of those websites where the pop-up shows up as soon as you show up on the page and you have no opportunity to close it and it's super frustrating. And speaking of blog posts, one of the things that can be really helpful is to embed it on different blog post pages, especially if you have a freebie, which I will get to in a minute. But what you can do is instead of it being a pop-up or in the footer or the header or on a sidebar, you can actually embed your email list sign up form somewhere in the middle of a really good blog post. Um, when you have a freebie that is attached to your email signup, one of the things you can do is sort of make it a for further reading or for more information kind of email signup slash freebie that is connected to the blog post page that people are on. So for example, if I made, I just recorded an episode about Clubhouse, which will air right before this one, so for example, if I went back to my Clubhouse blog post and I made a freebie that was, you know, 10 guidelines to moderating a great Clubhouse room, that would be a really good email signup opportunity to embed within that blog post because the freebie and the email signup are related to the blog post. You can also promote your email list on social media. And in fact, you should. You can post the link to the signup for your email list as a post on your social media pages, you can put it in your link in bio on, you know, Twitter and Instagram. You can direct people there. You can make an Instagram post and direct people to join your email list directly from your bio. You can ask your audience for feedback and ideas about what kind of content they want to see. That's a really great, easy way to crowdsource information and get your audience involved in helping you create something that they want to see. You can do little sneak peeks. You can mention that you're working on it. You you can mention that you're sharing these resources to your email list to help build the interest in that. 
And you can even talk about the fact that you've created an email list. So one of the things that happens that I see a lot is somebody will create an email list and they will go through all of the processes, right? And then they will never talk about it. There's nowhere to sign up for it on their website. There is never any mention of it on their social media. And so they wonder why their email list isn't growing. And it's because they've never talked about it. They've never promoted it. There's no way basically for somebody to sign up for their email list. So make sure that you are talking about it. Make sure that you're making it easy to sign up to be on the list. Make sure that you are talking about the benefits and why somebody should sign up for it, how it benefits somebody who signs up for it. Those are all super helpful pieces of information that somebody needs to know before they hand over their email address. Because again, that's kind of short of their phone number. That's the most personal piece of information that somebody can give you. And a couple of steps ago, I mentioned an opt-in or a lead magnet or a freebie. Those are all, those all mean the same things. They're, those are all the same kinds of things. It's a guide or a checklist. It's basically something that would benefit somebody who is in your audience. And then they give you their email and you send them the, the, the guide, the freebie, the video, the workshop, whatever it is that you're sending. That is probably one of the most tried and true ways to grow your email list. And there is a whole strategy around lead magnets and opt-ins and freebies that I'm not going to get into in this podcast. Maybe I'll do it in a future one. But just know that somebody joining your email list, the freebie or the opt-in that you give them needs to be really tightly related to the service that you provide. It does not make sense for you to create a guide or a freebie for something that you don't do in your business because all you're doing is collecting the wrong kinds of people for your audience. And again, that opt-in, that lead magnet, that freebie, that's something that you should be talking about. You should be mentioning it in Instagram stories. You should be mentioning it in an Instagram post, in any videos that you do, any Facebook posts that you do. These are things that become a regular part of your marketing promotion. So don't create something and then never talk about it. Again, it's just like creating an email list and never talking about it. Don't go through all of the work and struggle to create a Canva and set up all the automation. Again, something I'm not talking about right now, but I, maybe I will in a future one and do all of that work and then never promote it because it's a waste of your time. I would rather have you not do that than do it part way and have it not be as effective as I know that it can be for you. Number eight is all about keeping it clean. And actually, I don't care if you swear in your emails. What I'm talking about is keeping your email list clean. Make sure that you're following all of the um, rules and expectations from your email service provider. They lay out their terms of service. Make sure that you clean up inactive people on your email list because that will impact your deliverability. So if nobody has opened your email list for six months, they don't care. They don't want to be on your email list anymore. You can go ahead and remove them. And for some of you, what's going to happen is your email list will get very small and that can be really scary. But think of it this way. You would rather have, or I would rather you have a hundred people on your email list who love what you do and refer you and talk about what you do to everybody they meet than have 2000 people on your email list and nobody opens your email, right? A, a, a giant email list is not the answer. A, a, committed, engaged community is always the answer, especially when it comes to marketing. And number nine is being more visible. And this is tied to promoting your email list, but it's also a bigger conversation. You need to be visible in your business. You need to be talking about what you do. You need to be getting people excited about what you do. You need to be sharing about what you do. Or what happens is nobody knows what you do. They can't tell their friends. They can't promote you. They can't work with you because they don't know what you're doing. So make sure that when you are working on this, you know, 
quest to grow your email list that you're not forgetting the most important piece of marketing, and that is being visible. I have joked in the past that the secret of marketing is just showing up, and it's kind of true. So if you're not showing up in your business, if you're not showing up on social media, if you're not showing up in your communities, then start there in addition to growing, working on growing your email list, because those two things really do go hand in hand. Number 10 is a discount code, and that is a little bit tricky. And so I wanted to save it for last. I think this kind of offer, opt-in, it's another type of opt-in basically, works best for product-based businesses. And the reason is, is that service-based businesses, it is a little bit harder to give discounts on our services for people we don't know. It is a lot easier for a product-based business, for example, to offer somebody free shipping on orders over $50 than it is for a service person to offer a free call to everybody who signs up for their email list. The amount of work that goes into that, if you had 100 people sign up for your email list and you had you know, a 20 minute consult with every single person who signs up for your email list, like that's not sustainable and that's not a good use of your time. For a product business, it's a little bit easier to track how much money you need to make before you offer that discount. The other thing I want to point out is that you're offering a discount, but somebody is buying something first. So that is also the reason I saved this for last so that I could get into it a little bit deeper. If you have a product business, you have to know your margins. You have to understand how much your products cost, how much your shipping materials cost, how much time it takes you to package these things. Because otherwise, if you offer a huge bonus discount when somebody joins your email list, if you're not requiring them to make a purchase, then you're giving things away that you really don't have to give away. So I always suggest, you know, if you want to offer free shipping, that's a really common one. Make there a minimum purchase first so that you're not losing money. Um, make it high enough that you feel comfortable doing it. Don't offer free shipping on something that costs you more to ship than you make, right? If you want to offer a percentage off on a discount code, um, instead of free shipping, if you wanted to offer 10% off or 5% off, be really aware of how that impacts your margins. Be aware of how much money that costs you. And also know that you don't necessarily, just because you're a product business, you don't have to have a discount code. That's an option, but you could have an opt-in just like any other business. You could have an opt-in that is tied to how to use your product. You could have an opt-in that is tied to deeper education around your product, depending on what it is. Or you can go back to a discount code. But definitely make sure that they're buying something. Don't just give them a discount code. Don't give them free shipping on their first order unless you have a minimum order in place, basically is what I'm saying. So those are the 10 things. I'm going to go over them really quickly. Um, again, there are more than 10. There's lots and lots of ways to grow your email list. But for the purposes of this podcast that I try to keep short, and I'm already kind of running long on this one, this is what I came up with. So 10 ways to grow your email list. Number one, number zero, right? We started with number zero you have to have an email list that's worth subscribing to. If you need help figuring that out, again, message me. We can work together to get you an email template and um, content in there that works for you. Um, so number one is you, you need to create an email list with an actual email service provider, not just your Gmail, not your AOL. Do not be BCCing everybody in your address book every time you send something. It's not, just don't do that. You have to tell people about it. You have to be talking about the fact that you have an email list. You have to talk about how, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. You have to show up. Number three is you need to put a sign up option on your website because otherwise 
people will miss it. A pop-up is an option. We talked about that. You need to embed it on relevant blog posts if you're using blogs and if that makes sense for your industry and for what you're offering. You need to be promoting it on social media. And that includes a way to sign up for your email list in your link, in your bio, on your Instagram and on your Twitter and wherever you are showing up online. A lead magnet, number seven, is definitely an option for some businesses. You don't have to have them. There's a whole structure and strategy around them. If you need help with that, let's get together. But that's an option. Number eight is to keep your email list clean. Don't be afraid of letting go of subscribers that are not opening your emails especially if it's been, you know, three months or six months and you're sending an email every week. If you send an email four times a year and they didn't open your last two, that's a different conversation. But be aware of people who aren't opening your email list and just let them go. Just thank them for being there. Let them go. Don't worry about it. Number nine is being visible. You have to show up in your business. You cannot have a business and not be visible. It doesn't work that way. And number 10 is the discount code, depending on what your business is, depending on how it works for your margins, and you have to know those for yourself. So those are my 10 ways to grow your email list. Hopefully this was helpful. If you have questions, send me a DM. I'm happy to chat. Send me an email, gwen at gwenmontoya.com. And I hope to see you back here for another episode. Thanks for listening.